Hello, my name is Carly and I'm a bad friend. I'm a terrible texter, never answer phone calls, and your best bet of receiving response from me is probably through email. This week we'll be joined by my friend and roommate Allie as we discuss mental health and the negative side effects of being a senior, while of course getting a little update on her love life. See, but my toxic trait is I'm like, <laughs> it's so convenient that you always have an excuse for why you were gone. <laughs> and he's like, goes oh, all no, literally, like, I just like, there's no convincing yes. me. Like, if it's in my head, it's in my head. Allie and I met each other freshman year, but never became super close until we lived together our senior year. I call her my part-time therapist, and she always gives the best advice. Follow along on my journey to become a better friend as we discuss the ups and downs of college and life in general. Now just to preface, this episode is going to be quite chaotic as you join us as we get ready to go out for the night. Make sure to stick around until the end to hear a special guest. Now let's get into this episode. Um, so today I have Ali on. Hello. <laughs> and we are currently getting ready to go uh, to the bars. We are of age. I will put that in there. Um, and so we're about to go to the bars because it is Grand Prix week at Purdue. <laughs> and so you're going to be joining us as we do our makeup and get ready to go out. Um, so yeah, enjoy. Uh, Ali, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, I'm Ali. Um, I'm 21. I'm a senior um, at Purdue University. And... Yeah, I'm from Long Island, New York. Recently, my family moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, so I've kind of been bouncing around. Um, I've also spent some time like interning in Seattle, and that's where I plan on moving after college. And yeah. So exciting. Look, she's, she's such a little world traveler. <laughs> I'm all over the place. You really are. East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. You're really hitting it all. <laughs> Midwest, South. Out of all of them, what is your favorite coast? Uh, I feel like I know this. Yeah, it's East Coast. Honestly, <laughs> it's so hard. Like, there are a lot of things about, like, New York specifically that it's, like, you get kind of sick of and, like, appreciate being away from. Like, it is very chaotic all the time. So, like, I appreciate Indiana being mm-hmm. more slow pace and just, like, more farmland than city life. But it's just something about, like, the culture in New York on the East Coast and, like, the food oh. and, like... Yeah, just even, like, the things you do for fun. Like, it's just different. Like, that'll always just, like, hold a special place in my heart. Yes, and Allie doesn't have much of an accent, but I did meet Allie's mom. <laughs> and she has got the accent. Yeah. And I live for it. Yeah, both my parents really do. I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> I very much adjust to where I where I am, my okay. accent does. Because when I was in Seattle, too, like, they told me that, like, I spoke very similar to them. And, like, when I'm here sometimes just being around, like, a lot of friends from Indiana, like, Uh I'll start to, like, speak like you guys. Like, I'll catch myself (laughs) saying things sometimes. I'm like, oh, Oh. yeah, I'm like, oh, that was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so do you want to get into how we met? So Allie and I met, like, freshman year technically, but I didn't know you that well until we actually truly became roommates, I would say. Like, I knew you. Yeah. But we weren't that close. No, I was going to say, I don't know. We honestly started becoming a little bit close yes. last year. Yeah. So, Carly and I met freshman year because we're in the same sorority. And we obviously just, like, did a lot of activities together and we were the same age. So, everyone the same age in your sorority kind of, like, you're just automatic friends. Yeah. You know, like, even yeah. if you don't really hang out all the time. Um. But, yeah, like, I would see you at different, like, sorority events. But yeah. 
And well, we would be friendly. Do you remember friendly. the first time we hung out freshman year? Do you no. remember that? I feel like we talked about this. So Allie was looking for someone. It was like there was a darty the next day for game day. And you wanted someone to come with you to get a shirt from the book. Oh, my God, yes. And we went to yes. Discount Den together. Yes. And did we cut them together, too? Or did we just go buy them I together? I think we cut, maybe we cut them together. I don't know. But that's, that's like, officially when I went, when I met Allie. Yeah. And Claire, who was on the podcast yesterday, came with us. Yeah, and we've always been, like, good enough friends. Like, we've yeah. always been, like, really good friends. Like, when yeah. I would see you, like, we catch up quickly. But it was never, like, oh, what, I have a life update. Like we Yeah, like, I literally feel like you became my, like, semi-therapist. <laughs> um, yeah, last, last year. Last year. Was it because um, you and Val, like... Oh, because, I started hanging like, out more there. Yeah, because you like you and Val were like chatting a lot, and yes. Val was my roommate, so yes. then we were just around a lot, and then yeah. yeah. So I Val was Ali's roommate, and she was like the in charge of our philanthropy, and I got that position after, and so I became really like coming. I like became a regular in your guys' room just because I needed help. For yeah, Val. yeah, and then we have a mutual best friend who's our other roommate yes. Olivia. yes so yes so yeah we didn't really become close until we truly lived together yeah and from there it's history yeah <laughs> and now here we are now we're two two doors away in the same apartment oh my gosh I know I she love can't it. get rid of me I know and I kind of love it <laughs> I'm gonna be sad when you move away I know okay so getting into kind of our main topic for this episode is mental health and this topic is definitely one to be is a little vulnerable for I think both of us maybe specifically just me um but it's mental health is something I've struggled with like all of college but now like hitting the point where we have to decide like our futures it's definitely been affected more um so Ali do you want to kind of talk about like your experience yeah I actually feel like I have kind of like a unique in a good way experience with mental health just because like I grew up in a family where it was like so open and everyone in my family went to therapy mm-hmm. and it was like so normalized like both my parents struggle with seasonal depression um one of my sisters struggles with depression and anxiety I think actually both my sisters are diagnosed with depression and anxiety um I have really bad anxiety and yeah so it was kind of just always like okay to be like super anxious like everyone kind of understood each other's feelings and like my parents really normalized going to therapy from such a young age even if like you didn't necessarily need it so I started going to therapy at an age where at first I was like why am I going like I don't feel like I need it yeah you know like yeah I mean my parents main reason when they sent me they didn't really give me a choice and it was coming into college because they realized I was having like a lot of confidence issues uh-huh. and I couldn't, it sounds stupid, but I couldn't make a decision for myself. Like yeah. it was indecisiveness to the next level. Like I couldn't decide what to wear because I was worried that someone, anyone I might encounter that day would look at my outfit and not like it. So I would literally text every friend I knew asking them what they thought about my outfit and I would take all of their advice and put it together and like be like, wow, now everyone will be happy with my... Like I was so anxious. People wouldn't... Yeah, so it was like indecisiveness to like a bad level. And I committed to Purdue and my parents were like, we're not sending you away to college 
when you cannot make a decision for yourself and they were and they're the ones that realized they were like this is a confidence issue like it's not just like you're indecisive like you're not confident with yourself and like that's really hard to like grow up and like I don't yeah like it's crazy but so that's why I started going um and then just like throughout the years like I was really glad like I just like already had that person when things kind of started getting like when I started struggling with my anxiety even more like just college classes like school anxiety um social anxiety like friendships just a lot of different things it was nice that I already had that resource because I do think another thing is once you hit that point of struggling it's kind of hard to at that point be like, now I want to go find a therapist yes. and reach out because it feels like you're like admitting that something's like wrong with you. Plus it takes forever to try and find one. Yeah. And it takes forever to try and find one. But I think a lot of people don't even reach out because no. when they're already struggling and they're like, wow, I need to reach out to someone. It's like, that means like I'm admitting something's like going on right yeah. now. Whereas like I already had someone, so I just started talking about it naturally, yeah. you know? Yeah. Which was like an interesting experience for me. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a family that also really uh, valued, you know, going to therapy. Like both my parents would go. Um, but like I hit like a big, big tough uh, season of depression and anxiety when I was like 16. And I didn't, like, appreciate having a therapist then. Like, I thought it was a joke. So, like, yeah. I would lie to them to make me feel better. Like, oh, like, no, I'm doing literally great. Like, yeah. I don't know what, I don't even know why I'm here right now. Like, I'm fine. They're like, well, you missed 50 days of school. So, yeah. you're obviously not doing great. Um, so, like, that was always tough for me. But it wasn't until, like, a couple months ago where I decided to go back to therapy. And honestly, it was a really good decision yeah. for myself. Yeah. No, and... I don't know, this might be a little bit of a tangent, but it's so interesting for me. So, like, did you, were your parents' parents really open about mental health, too? Do you know? Like, your grandparents? Uh-uh. My, well, my grandma has severe depression. Okay. Um. So, like, I guess, like, my dad seeing that has, like, kind of, like, made mental health, I guess, more of an open conversation just because, like, it kind of has to be a conversation. Yeah. Um. So, like, I feel like yes and no like she like kind of like always refuses to get treatment and but he like saw her struggle yeah he was so like, he un- understands it okay because I always wonder about that because I feel like my mom's side of the family never really talked about it and mm-hmm. my dad's the one who emphasizes it so much uh-huh. but both his parents are Italian and it's like a big thing in the Italian culture that it's like it's okay like everything is okay but, like, it's not spoken about. Like, oh, for, like, yeah. yeah, like, mental health, like, it's okay if you're, like, struggling with depression, but, like, Don't. they would never talk yeah. about it, really. Interesting. Yeah. So, like, does your dad just, like, is your dad, like, not like that? Yeah, no, my dad's the one, like, he's always, like, emphasizing, like, talk, like, if he thinks something's wrong, like, he's, like, like we should talk about it. Oh, like, wow. Like, he's very much, yeah. So, like, not similar to that, like, what he grew up in. Yeah, which I think is super interesting. That like, I don't really, really know where it came from, where, like, they learned that. Huh. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, mental health in general is just a very, very interesting thing, um, I think. But, I mean, I do have a very good support system, which helps a ton. Um... But, yeah, like, it's just, it's tough out here these days. Yeah. I don't know if COVID, like, I feel like everyone just blames COVID 
but obviously I had these issues before COVID, but I feel like COVID maybe like expedited it because I literally find myself being less social than I used to like want to be. Like I'm kind of introverted these days. Me too. Honestly, that's been something I've actually been struggling with a lot Uh because especially like one thing people don't really talk about is the pressure of senior year to have the best year of your life. Like it's (laughs) like, this is your last year of college. Like Mm -hmm. you have to make it the best year ever yeah so it's like every time you're not every moment you're not with your friends you're feeling so guilty like I need to be with my friends but it's like although you have this like year left and like it feels like the time's ticking you still need to take care of yourself like you're not gonna look back on it and think it was so fun if you were forcing yourself to hang out with your friends and weren't even like enjoying the moment I don't know it's just super hard I really like that take yeah it's I don't know. That's one thing I think is, like, so hard about senior year. Like, there's so much pressure. No, there literally is. Because, like, every time that I'm, like, oh, I don't want to go out. Like, I just kind of want to lay and, like, binge a show or something. I'm, like, no, like, I should be going out. Like, I only have a couple more weeks left. Like. Yeah. And, like. I'll never be this young again. Whatever. Exactly. And another thing is, like, I don't know if this is bad to say, but, like, I started going out, like, from a young age, like, in high school, and, like, I'm, like, at a point where I'm, like, I don't want to wake up hungover, and, like, I want to, like, wake up and be productive and do things that are, like, fulfilling, like, it's not fun to wake up and, like, feel like crap, and, like, you don't want to work out, and you don't want to, like, go, like, you literally just want to lay in bed all day, yeah, and if you're doing that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is, like, a lot in, Mm -hmm. like, like, that's, the culture in college, everyone's yes. going out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You're waking up Friday morning hungover, and most of the time you still have school, and then it feels mm-hmm. like crap that you're, like, half-assing your schoolwork. Yeah. And then Saturday you're waking up hungover, and you're like, okay, it's weekend. Like, I won't even, like, do anything. Yeah. To, like, take care of myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Sunday it's like you're supposed to be getting ready for the week, but you're hungover you're from hungover. Saturday. Yeah. And then so, yeah, it's just like, and then you're not setting yourself up for success with no. the school week. Well, and then, like, also, anxiety. I've, like... Yes. My anxiety has gotten so bad. And if you don't know what anxiety is, anxiety is when you wake up the next day after drinking and you are feeling very anxious about your actions from the previous evening. Um, yeah, anxiety's been, like, really getting to me. Same, and also... Oh I hate the feeling. One thing I feel like with anxiety that a lot of people don't talk about, and I just am mentioning this because, like, your definition... Yeah. Is, like... Sometimes it's, like, not even, like, you did any actions that you're, like, overthinking. Like, sometimes there's not even a single conversation that you can pinpoint and be, like, oh, I'm anxious about this. But, like, the alcohol makes your heart race. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just be anxious and, like, there's no, like, talking myself down from it because there's nothing specific. Like, the worst anxiety to get is the anxiety that's just... Like, you're having a bad anxiety day. Like, there's no one thing because you can't, like, try and calm yourself down. Like, you just have to do things to try and make you feel better. But you can't. Yeah. No, I'm the exact same way. And, like, I just, I've I've been talking about this when I'm in therapy about this anxiety thing. And so I've been trying to, like, I also, like, have an issue with, like, like, now we're getting real deep with, like, binge drinking almost yeah we're like when I go out I don't just have like one or two most of the time like no, same. I'm like going a little excess 
And, like, that gives me anxiety. Yeah. No, and that's also, like, the college culture. Like, yes. People are going, like, they, people think it's funny to wake up and be like, oh, my God, what happened last night? Yeah. But, like, no, it's really not, no. like, yeah, like, maybe, maybe for, like, a little bit. Yeah. But once you're doing that for a while, you're like, this isn't fun. Like, it's yeah. not fun to wake up and be like, what happened? Like. Yeah. Like, no, what literally. part about like that when is... when your friends are like, oh my god, you, what you did last night was so funny. And I'm like, it's not. I'm yeah. crying on the inside yeah. right now. Like... Or like, if you don't even remember and then they have to tell you and you're like, I don't remember doing yes. that. And That's then it's like, scary. what about that is fun to you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> No, like, I'm not having fun. <laughs> like, you don't even remember doing it. You're just being told. Yeah. Like, that's like if someone, if you just stayed in bed and someone just, like, told you the next day. Like, you could just tell yourself that it happened and convince you. Like, it's like the same thing. You don't same. remember anything. People point it out. I'm like, you know, I didn't remember that. Didn't need to remember that. <laughs> no. <Thanks. laughs> no. Ugh, it's such a... I feel like it just doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. In general. And, like, for me, a way to solve my anxiety is literally just talking about it. Same. And so, like, I don't know. No. And if there's, like, a specific, like, thing, like, if I have, like, a huge, like, project or something that's, like, giving me anxiety. Yeah. Like, there's actionable things I can do to make that anxiety better. I can make a schedule of this day I'm going to do this part of the project Mm -hmm. and this day, like... And so on and make myself a schedule and like whatever. I could just I can make sure I work out to get my brain flowing, like yeah. get my brain juices going and just get my body moving. Like there are things I can do to calm my anxiety down and help myself be successful. Yeah. When you're struggling with anxiety and there's no nothing that like is triggering it, it's just your heart's racing, like you're just anxious all day. Yeah. It's the worst feeling. As we're getting ready to go out. Yeah. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> And that's what I mean, because I'm like, well, it's Grand Prix week. If I didn't go out, if I didn't go out, everyone would be like, it's your senior year. And, like, yeah, part of me would regret it, too. Like, I'm like, but also, it's just, like, it's a really weird line and, like, balance, because I'm, like, so ready to, like, graduate and be working and, like, maybe go out once a weekend for, like, a couple drinks. Yeah, nothing excessive. Yes, and, like... I'm ready to be, like, waking up. Like, I'm a night owl, but, like, it is kind of crazy how, like, being a night owl really does affect you and your mental health. Like, and I don't know, sometimes I think it's, like, normalized to say, like, night owl, but it's, like, you can fix your sleep schedule. And I feel like waking up early, like, I always see things that's, like, if you wake up early and that's when you, like, have, like, have your, like, lemon water and go work out and, yep. like, do things to take care of you. Mm-hmm. You're taking care of yourself when you have a full battery. Yeah. Versus when you're, like, staying up late at night. First of all, you're not doing anything productive. You're probably just laying there on your phone watching TV, whatever. Yeah. And that's your you time. But you also have a empty battery at the end of the yes. day. Like, you're so tired from work and from talking to people and from doing whatever you were doing mm-hmm. that you're, like, you're only, like, Treat it, like taking care of yourself when your battery's already empty versus yeah. when you're like doing things when your battery's full it would make so much more of it that's so true because I feel so much better when I wake up early but I've always used the term night owl because like yeah no I, me too like enjoy the nights but like again yeah I'm not doing anything productive I'm usually just watching tv or like decompressing yeah which nothing wrong with decompressing but when I wake up at like 9 a.m which isn't even that early I feel so much more productive like with my day in general that I'm like 
wow. Like, I agree. What if I did that every day? And if I, like, wake up and work out? Yes. So it's oh like, my God. yeah. No, and that's what's so crazy is, like, I'm, like, aching for that part yeah. of my life. Like, yes. I'm ready for that part of my life. Like, I'm ready to graduate and, like, be just, like, taking care of myself, kind of. Like, and, like you're literally you know, just focusing on yourself. Yeah. That's, like, because... We don't have homework. Like, I get it. We still have, like, emails and whatnot. You still have projects to do if you go home. But, like, in reality, you don't have homework. You don't have that extra stuff outside of work, which I feel like is just going to be, like, like, yeah, amazing. No, exactly. But it's, like, crazy because I'm, like, I could be doing these things now. Like, I could be going to bed earlier, yeah. waking up earlier, making sure I work out. But, like, the going out really, like, puts a damper on my progress like that yeah. like gets in the way of like me like because I'm not working out on the weekends and then like I'm sleeping late on the weekends so I can't really get on a schedule and yeah. like things like that so it's such a weird thing because I'm so ready for that part of my life but, but it's like I'm trying to just finish this part of my life yes. but like I also want to enjoy this part of my life while I'm still in it but it's so hard because I'm like kind of ready for it to be over no I think <laughs> that's like I think we're growing up yeah no literally because <laughs> I think that's I feel like that's a similar feeling with a lot of seniors. Like, I think we're craving, like, not being nomads anymore. Like, finally setting, settling yeah. down for, like, a little bit. And just, like, literally your only objective is truly taking care of yourself after your 9 to 5. Like, yeah, it's just taking care of yourself. And I'm like, oh, my, that's going to be amazing. No, like, exactly. And I already know, like, my next battle is going to be, like, kind of going from that dynamic of having so many friends around you yes. to like, I'm kind like, I kind of feel like I'm about to go into like my loner girl era. And like, I do too. Yeah. And like, I kind of think I need it, but like, I'm already scared for it. If that makes sense. I did my loner girl era and the loner girl era, I think is, as we're describing it, is just truly by yourself, no friends. And I did that this summer and I'm going to be dead ass. I, kind of liked it yeah like I just focused on myself and yeah. that was it like I didn't have to worry about anything else I had like and I was okay with that for four months I was like I thought I was gonna be so lonely yeah no I was literally fine I actually enjoyed it well it'll be nice I do have a roommate yeah when I go to Seattle and like I like we're already friends because I met her during my internship but like I so with actuarial science, which is what I'm grad like the degree that I'm graduating with, yeah. um, there's ten national exams and like Ooh. I'm and like the more you pass, the more like you get paid, basically. So like I get a raise every time I pass an exam at my job. Yeah. And I'm kind of ready to just like go and like lock in and like Yeah. Cause I kinda need to prove to myself that like I can like do this. And it's so crazy because, yeah. like, I don't know, dude, social media really, oh. like, because I'm, like, ready for this part of my life, but, like, all over social media these days, it's trending that, like, corporate America, like, is always what's best and, like, go travel the world with your friends and this and that, but, like, what if that's, like, not what I want? Like, what if right? I do, like, what if I do want to, like, go work a nine to five and, like, go home and, like, study for these exams mm -hmm. because, like, I just need to prove it to myself that, like, this is something, like, I'm smart enough to do and I work towards this and, like, yeah. accomplishing this will make me feel good. Yeah, and, like, if you're setting yourself up for a goal like that, like, 
I don't see any problem with that. Yeah. I think that's great, actually. I know, but it's just, like, crazy because I've been planning on taking these exams. Like, I've thought about it for the mm-hmm. past four years. Like, people start taking them freshman year. Yeah, that's and more I'm, anxiety right there. Yeah, and I've just been putting it off because I'm like, I want to enjoy my time at yes. college. yeah. But now I'm like, wow, I'm really about to just, like, lock in. Like, yeah. go to work, like... I want to get on a 7 to 3 schedule because you can, yes. my job allows you to start working like oh. as early as 7 or as late as 9. That's so nice. So I want to, and you just have to work 8 hours a day. So I want to do a 7 to 3 and like I want to work out before and oh then I want to like go and like go study and ah. like study every day. Like go yes. To, and like go to a coffee shop. Like go to a coffee shop, sit there, study for like 3 hours after and then come home, like eat, it, like do my thing. Yeah. That's like a great plan though. I know, but it's like so different from the wake up with your three other roommates that are your best friends and do some homework and then hang out with your friends even if it's like in their rooms and like maybe go to Target all together and like this and that like it's like I was always around someone like we lived in a sorority house with 80 girls like someone was always around I know and that's why I feel like I've like obviously I'm gonna miss living with you and like all the people yeah. in the apartment, because, like, I love having people to talk to, and I do think I'm going to struggle with that if I, like, move, like, by myself or, like, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. But I feel like I'm ready. Like, I'm I'm ready for this, cha- like, this next chapter. Yeah. No, I agree. And, like, I am sad, but, like, also, I just am, like, let's do it. Let's go. It's yeah. time. Yeah. We're grown up now. I agree. I'm, like, kind of ready to live on my own. Same. And, like, I'm going to have a roommate, and, like, I'm, it's going to be fun, but already in my head, I'm, like, I don't even know if I want to live with her for more than a year. Yeah. Like, it'll be nice when we first just, like, move down there, like, get settled, learn the area, like... Yeah. Whatever, because it's a year compared to the two months we interned there. Uh-huh. But after that year, I'm, like, I'm kind of ready to just, like, have my own space and, like... Yeah. Oh, my God, like, decorate it on your own. Yeah. Like, everything is yours, like... Decorate it on your own, like, not have to feel bad if you created a mess or, like, get annoyed if they left a mess. Because, like, sometimes, like, you're okay with... Like, sometimes it's like, okay, like, I'm going to be a little messy. And, like, sometimes it's like, okay, like, I want it to be clean. But it's so hard when you're with someone else and, like, you're not always on the same page as that. Yeah. Like... No, it's really tough. Yeah. Because it's okay to, like be messy sometimes like you don't have to be you're talking to the queen of it yeah but like you know when you just like get in that mood and you're like i just want it to be clean yes but then it's like not everyone's always on that page like then i might cook dinner two minutes later and be like oh i don't really doing that feel like doing my dishes just yet like do you mind if i leave them here for a second and like you're always gonna be like no i don't mind but like sometimes it's like all right like and like and when you get in that cleaning mood it's like you don't want to clean up other people's shit yeah because like no exactly that's like the tough I think yeah but yeah I can't and it doesn't afford. even yeah it doesn't even bother me that much it's just like so like so nice to just have completely your own space and like just worry about yourself I know and like my mom or my like the I went to Florida this weekend and I stayed with like one of my good family friends and she was like oh like are you gonna move in with your boyfriend I said no 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 I do not want to live with a boy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I don't want to live I kind of want to live on my own. Yeah, no, so valid. Okay, so little change up of conversation. Um, but I do really appreciate this conversation, though. Yeah. Like, I feel like no one talks about it enough. No. I feel like we were spitting out some facts. <laughs> so if you're an incoming senior, 
just know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, cut yourself some slack. Yes. Like, if you don't feel like going out one night, like, that's okay. Yeah, you're not really missing out on anything if yeah. you're being completely honest. Like, no, half the time I go out. Fake. Yeah. Half the time I go out and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, it's, like, fun, but, like, I wouldn't have missed anything if I wasn't here. Exactly. But it always feels it feels like the nights you don't go out is, like, everyone's having so much fun. Oh, I know. When I was in Florida, fake. when you guys were all out, I was like, ugh. Yeah. You guys look like you're having an absolute blast. And we really just, it was average. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Well, I would have never known that. Yeah, no. Okay, so back to our changeable conversation. I would love to know, as I ask all the people on here, a little bit about your love life. <laughs> um, yeah. The nervous laughter. That's, <laughs> such a, that's such a normal thing to get when I say that. Everyone's like, Because <laughs> I don't even know, like, what to say about mine. Like, I don't have a boyfriend, but, like, I technically have a boy. Like, it's just, yeah. like, I honestly feel like... So I met this, this guy... In August, literally, like, our first weekend back at school. And we've been talking ever since. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really been... Oh, that seems... Like yeah, it was the night of our birthday party, which was literally the first... The first week, yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was my second day back on campus. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. And I feel like, at this point, it's, like, the only reason we don't have a label is because I'm moving. And if we mm-hmm. put a label on it, it's, like, okay, or... Are you breaking up or are you yeah. doing long distance? That's true. Versus, like, if there was never a label, you can kind of get away with being in a weird in-between. Yep. Which, like, honestly probably isn't the healthiest. Mm, I yeah. actually get it. It's like a coping method. Yeah. And, like, you can almost kind of let it, like, fizzle out maybe. Yeah. But I don't, I don't even know. But anyways, so, yeah. We've been talking since August. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, we have definitely talked about him, like, moving to Seattle with me. Um, but That's I just... Crazy. I know. and like In a good way. Yeah. No, when we talked about it, I just, like, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, he's never... He literally still lives at home, like, with his mom right now. And, yeah. like, he's lived in an apartment by himself, like, during COVID. But then he, like, moved home because he went away to school. And then, like, now he's not... Whatever. Complicated. But, um... Yeah, I just don't see it. Like, he's, other than, like, when he went away to school, he went away to Iowa for one year and then didn't like being too far from home. Wait, I definitely didn't know that. Yeah, he went to Iowa to play basketball his freshman year. And he transferred home. Well, COVID happened. Yeah. And then he was like, I honestly didn't even like being, like, far away. Like, I'm just gonna, like, and just decided to stay home. Um, And then, yeah, he went to, then he went to school. In Fort Wayne last, like, last Shout semester. out Fort Wayne. Yeah. But then he didn't even like, this, like the school or the team he was playing on. So and I don't like, really blame him in that yeah. area. If I was financially able to go to a different school and move out of Fort Wayne, I personally would. Yeah. Not that school's bad, but... And when he was away at Fort Wayne, he was literally driving back here, like, every weekend. Yeah. Like, sometimes missing practices. Like, I just think he, like doesn't like being far from home Mm -hmm. and so and like his siblings have kids so like he has nieces and nephews like he doesn't want to leave and like his whole family's here so I just like it's not gonna happen like I know but like it's been talked about and then we've like talked about doing distance but I don't know I'm kind of just like 
seeing how it goes and yeah. where things take me. Because also we have had some bumps in the road. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, we've been working through it really well. I feel like you guys are almost at like the closest you guys. Yeah. Have been right now. Yeah. Like I feel like you're. I mean, obviously, like I'm seeing from the outside, but I feel like you guys have really good communication right now. No, we do. And what's crazy is, so I think we both have kind of irrational fears when it comes to relationships like and I mean they're normal relationship fears but Mm -hmm. we both fear them at such an irrational level Mm -hmm. that I think after this like little issue that we just had like I like start like I like ended things with him and I like started crying and I basically was like like I was like I just like after we like ended things I was like I just want to like say one more thing I was like just so you know like I was like so genuine and so real with you like Mm -hmm. this whole time like I like you genuine and I like told him I was like you genuinely were the first person I opened up to and was vulnerable with in the past four years and I like started crying and like he saw how like into it I was like Mm -hmm. that was the first time where we like fully both let our walls down and we're like no we both really like each other Mm -hmm. and because I think it was so easy almost for us to just both walk away at the face of conflict because both our fears and everything kind of had us both keeping walls up and neither of us knew how much the other person was in it yeah so right now we are the closest we've ever been because we've just been the most vulnerable with each other that like we've been this far I mean obviously super tough yeah also one person who's not the best at being vulnerable but like I feel like you almost needed that issue to come up and like for you guys to get real real yeah because like you can go through a relationship and like be super happy but like once you get on that another level of like real real like then you're really no exactly and like I've noticed just like such little changes just like even when we're like out in public Mm -hmm. like we don't like we're just, like, so much more ourselves and, like, Aww. goofing around and, like, yeah. like, we're not, like, yeah, like, I don't know, we oh. just are so much more, like, open with each other and, like, I love that. and it's literally made our energy together, like, so much better. Stop, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I know, but. I'm glad. It is still, like, super scary for me because, yeah. like, I just, like, I don't, I have trouble, like, trusting. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that is, so my rational fear is just, like, being in a manipulative relationship, yeah. which, mm-hmm. you know, that I, and, like, yeah. obviously that is a valid fear. Like that no is a one, very yeah, valid fear. Like, no one wants to be in a manipulative relationship, but what's so hard that I've, like, talked to, like, with about my, I've talked to my therapist <laughs> about, I couldn't get that out, but I've talked to my therapist about, like, my fear of this, and... It's kind of like a lot of people have these manipulative tendencies almost. Like, yeah. Because one thing about, like, a manipulative relationship is normally the person isn't intending to manipulate you. And they're not trying to be manipulative. But, like, the way that they go about things and communicate can be very, like, can be manipulative. And depending on how your two personalities, like, mesh together, Mm -hmm. like... I'm super sensitive and I'm super understanding and, like, my understanding is something that can be, like, taken advantage of really easily. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. And just, like, things like that where, I don't know. No, you're such, like, like, a charismatic person and you care so much, which is, I feel like, what's scary about manipulating relationships. Yeah. Manipulative relationships because... When you are, like, throwing yourself into a lot of things, like, especially emotions towards someone, and, like, 
that's just like your personality so it's definitely intimidating yeah if that makes sense yeah no i feel like we're similar on that area we're like you know we can like feel other people's emotions i don't know what it's called but you know you're reading into them no exactly and like i feel like it's really hard for him because every once in a while i'll like i'll just have this like anxiety about it Mm -hmm. so like he shares his location with me just because like get super nervous but mm-hmm. I'm like I share mine with him too whatever yeah um because we both kind of just want to have it like we both kind of have trust issues whatever and yeah. like I don't mind sharing mine but so he like after our like little rockiness his yeah. like friends were a little too involved it was really complicated whatever yeah. but he hasn't really wanted them to like know how much we've been hanging out and like working through things uh-huh. because they were just getting too involved and like yeah. getting in the way yeah so when we've been hanging out, he was, like, turning off his location, which, that sounds sus, but I checked, like, who he should, I, I was, like, I was, like, you uh, saw my face immediately go, <laughs> no, I, like, when he told me, he that was, like, fair. and he, he, like, pointed out, he was, like, I'm gonna, like, turn off my location when we're together, and I was, like, can I see your phone, and he was, like, what, and I was, like, I want to see who you share your location with, because, like, yeah. I was, like, it's another girl, and you don't want to see it, <laughs> like, where we're oh, at yeah. but no it genuinely was just like his guy friends and then like his sister okay um but so he turns it off and like there was like one day where he just like turned it back on as soon as he left without me asking but now anytime he like forgets i'm like why is not on yeah. but he also like i let him borrow my airpods so like i've been literally <laughs> checking find my iphone like find Shut my iPhone up. or whatever, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, dude, like, why isn't his location back on? But then I'll see my AirPods were open right now, like three minutes ago at his house. Oh, <laughs> so weird. I'm like, okay, but then I'm also like, I texted you, like, why didn't you open it? But I'm like, okay, he's just like, we just spent like the past like four days together, like yeah, maybe he's just decompressing. But now, <laughs> now she says, because oh, I would be too. I have like such moments of anxiety in my relationship. That, like, literally, it'll be, like, four hours. And I'll be yeah. like, oh, my God, he didn't text me that. He's cheating on me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I can't wait to get revenge back. Like, I'm already, like, planning. I'm, like, six steps in. And they're like, oh, sorry, I just woke up from a nap. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. See, but my toxic trait is I'm like, <laughs> it's so convenient that you always have an excuse for why you were gone. <laughs> I just like there's no convincing yes. me like if it's in my head it's in my head yeah. and he'll be like dude like, you have <laughs> I was no at work <laughs> I'm in my work uniform I'm like no. no no why'd you put it on <laughs> and like we've been together so much recently I'm like if there was another girl they would literally be like where have yeah. you been They'd be like out. yeah because like he's not answering any phone calls he's like I'm I see his phone I see he's not texting anyone other than his friends so like yeah <laughs> our friends are starting yeah, to roll in they're starting to roll in it's gonna get a little chaotic here <laughs> uh oh <laughs> not only do we live with four girls we have a friend here as well staying and we also you know Casey who was also on the podcast him and his roommate tend to come down here a lot so <laughs> that's who I hear that's I hear you yeah, that was him singing but yes so you know I I think we do a really good job of at least accepting 
and knowing how we are and going to therapy. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Yeah, I am too. I know. We're doing it. It's just hard because yeah. you're like, I'm working on it, but I just want it to be better. Yeah. So you just need to be patient with yourself. Oh, That's like my biggest takeaway with this whole thing is like, learn to be patient with yourself. Oh, I love that. Because as long as you're working on it. Yeah. Hi, Jake. Um, so we have a friend. Would you like to say hi? Yeah, hello. <laughs> you might have to come a little closer to a microphone. Oh. Yeah, come over here. Hi. <laughs> Where'd you come from? Um, I just came from a little darty action. You smell like booze. <laughs> is this allowed in this podcast? <laughs> yes, it is. Are you going to come on next week? Um, If you invite me, I would love to. Lovely. Okay, now I have it down on recording, so... This is a sneak peek. Yeah, this is a sneak peek into Yeah, I guess that was a verbal commitment. Now it's recorded, so I'm kind of forced to be on the next podcast. A little bit. bit. So stay tuned. (laughs) He'll Um, be back. Because it'll probably be the most eventful one. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, so I just wanted to come in and say hi. Would you like to say hello as well? Because your studio is looking really nice right now. Thank you. You're going to get me, John. <laughs> All right, this might be a good time to end, but yeah. Allie, I appreciate your friendship, and thank you for joining. Of course. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and joining me on this journey to become a better friend. Tune in next week as I catch up with a new friend as we discuss college and life in general. And as always, I encourage you guys to call your friends and family to catch up and see how they're doing. See you guys next week.